day 106. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm John. And I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast about the Bible. We want you to see that the Bible is more like a window than a mirror. You come to a window and to the Bible to look through it and see God, not look at it uh, to primarily see ourselves. And uh, we are starting the book of Nehemiah, which is really like Ezra part two, right? So it's one movie that's split in two parts. Yeah, a double disc, right? Uh, this is disc two, so yeah. Yep. yep. And right off the bat, yeah, we're introduced to Nehemiah, right? And so Nehemiah, his name literally means, you know, the Lord comforts, right? And so uh, it's ironic here that he gets uh, unsettling news, right? right. In the midst of uh, this. So he's in the palace, kind of like we talked about, man. He's in the palace and one of his brothers arrive and they like, yo, man, you heard about what's going on back at, back at home, bro? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like nah, man. Yo, yo, what's up? What's up, man? We are, you know, in trouble. The walls have been broken down, and the gates have been burned. <clears throat> and Nehemiah hears this, and he is—he's weeping, he's mourning. And I just love, yeah, the humanness. Like we talk about a lot, man. The humanness of the Bible. Like these yeah. are real people, right? With real feelings and emotions. And he hears the bad news. The walls are broken down in the ancient world. Right. This is terrible. Right. right? It, it, it doesn't land on our modern ears the same. This is terrible because it leaves them vulnerable right. to the attack of enemies. Yep. And what I love is like Nehemiah's in the palace. What you're going to see is he's a yeah, cupbearer to the king. And what that means is yep. like, yo, no, before the king drinks something, he's going to take a little sip because if yep. anybody try to poison the king... He's going to get it first, right? So it's like, so he's in this position of seeming like influence in the king's life is literally um, in his hands in some sense. And so, yep, he's living nice in a palace, comfortable, but I love the fact that, you know, um, comfort doesn't drain him of his compassion. He's in a position of privilege. And authority, but when he sees his people burdened like Moses, yeah, he's like, Yo, man, I can't stay here. I can't just enjoy mm. this nice, lush life while my people are burdened. Something has to be done. And I love the first something that he does, right? Yes. He yes. does the first something that he does is he doesn't sit down and come up with a plan of how he's gonna solve it. The first something that he does is he prays. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And he prays. And I just thought about this, like before he goes to the king to say anything, right. he goes to the king of kings. Right, right? He goes right, right. to God before he says anything to anybody else. Right. And the, the nature of his prayer, bro, is what struck me too. It's like, he says, no, he praises him. He, yeah. pra- he praises God before he even asks him anything. Yeah. And man, it's again, bro, I think I've said this before. We know that we treat God like a utility, right? When we just petition, right? right? When we never praise Him for right. who He is, right? And then petition and right. ask for what we need. He's the covenant making God, absolutely. He's right. the covenant making God, and that's how Nehemiah approaches Him. And he knows that God is going to deliver. Yep. Yeah. When He calls on Him. All right. So, so the book starts off with months, yo. And so, if you look at these mm-hmm. months and find out where they are, he gets the news in November, uh, ish, and yeah. then. He actually goes to the king in like April. Yeah. Yeah. So it's this. So he's not just praying like, I, yo, I'm going to pray this one time and ask that God would bless. Yo, mm. he's praying about this for months. And then the yeah. opportunity presents itself. 
and and the king's like, "Yo, Nehemiah, what's wrong?" Right? You good. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, says a quick prayer. I right, God help me. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. yeah he, and then he, he, it, oh yeah. Say it. No, it seems like he, he literally says the prayer right before he says yeah. the request. And he's like, "Yo, right, God help me, yo." And and then he jumps in, and he's like filled with this sense of courage that God is with him, right? And I think that we say it all the time, but yo, like courage to do the tough things comes from the assurance that God is with us. And Mm. man, he's filled with this courage. The people get filled with it as he tells them about what God has done. Um, Man, and I I think it's like God leads us to do hard things in our lives, yo. Courage from God is like, a prescription that's given before the problem is seen. And so here's what 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 I mean. Keith, you're what, 20, 26? Yeah, 25. 25. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just turned 25, right? You're going to learn about yeah. this later. Post 30, <laughs> whenever I go to hoop, I started to take Advil before I hooped, right? And so mm-hmm. it's, uh, I already know at the end that my back's going to be tight, my hamstrings are going to be sore. So what I did uh, was I tried to get the stuff that I needed into my system before I actually needed it, right? So you can yeah. take ibuprofen in advance and it helps with the inflammation before it comes, right? Prayer mm-hmm. is the same way. We get courage in advance and it helps us before the opposition uh, comes. And that's what we see here in chapter two, yeah. Absolutely. And it's so good because he asked the king and he kind of like, you know, again, I love what you said. It's a hard thing. Right. He he kind of um, uses his words strategically. So he's like, man, the graves of my ancestors mm. are there. Yeah. Right. And so in the ancient world, that would be like, oh, OK, that's like big because family ties are so huge. Right. And so what Artaxerxes does, he lets him go back. Right. And we see, again, God moving on the heart of right. a pagan king. Yeah. But I love, too, that Nehemiah is sharp, too. He's yeah. like, yo. If it pleases the king, let me have letters too. Right. Right. So he has this plan. He's a, he's ahead of the game. Yeah. He's a, he's a step right. ahead, my yeah. G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he playing prays. chess. Right. He's playing chess. Right, right, right. He prays and he plans. Mm. We can't do one or the other. Right. Yeah. They go hand in hand. He that's prays good, and he plans yeah. to have legal representation uh, when he good. goes back to get the test done. Uh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. The third chapter. I love this, yo. Uh so, I mean, the end of the book's going to tell us how quickly they do the wall. They do this yeah. joint quick, yo. Mm-hmm. And the way that they do it is bit by bit, side by mm-hmm. side. So you read through the third chapter and all you're going to see is this tribe. And they did this right in front of their crib and next yep. to them and next to them and beside them and next to them. Mm-hmm. Everybody just chipped in, did bit by bit in their immediate proximity and the joint got done quick. What you didn't have was a bunch of people um, trying to start their own 501c3s to like, well, no, this is the plan that I have for the wall. It's not. There was this one big plan and everybody just did their piece, yo. And it's amazing what can get done when everybody sees the same problem and it looks like an insurmountable one and says, yo, I'm, I'm just going to do my part and make sure that the people next to me do their part yep absolutely and it's like man it's this idea and you see it throughout the scriptures right but it's this idea that um you know ordinary people 
uh, have a tremendous role That's what in I'm the work of the kingdom of God. And I don't, when I'm saying ordinary people, I mean people who don't have status or yeah. position. Like Nehemiah is going to be the governor right. of this area, right? Yeah. And he was the king's, like he has all of these physical, like uh, uh, professional roles. Right. And it's like, you don't have to have the ministry role to to have a big hand in God's kingdom. Love your wives, love your kids, go to church, like, pray, like do ordinary Christian things and, and see to it that God's kingdom is built and you'd be surprised the impact you can have. That's what I'm saying, y'all. There is something around you right now. There is some problem. It may seem minor, but something that is around you right now to solve, that if you solved it and the people next to you solved it and the folks next to them solved that, you would be amazed at how quick a community yep. yeah, can change. So, yep. yo, 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 in the same way folks were side by side and they were trying to do their work, opposition yeah. came side by side and right, right. This is why you take the Advil before you hoop. This is why you get the courage <laughs> before you fulfill the call of God on your life. Cause yo, there's nothing that God does in the world that is going to be unopposed. Mm, that's really good. <clears throat> that's really good too, because in the first uh, few verses of chapter four, yeah. there's, there have, they have literally uh, said um, verbal Right. ridicule like it is verbal attacks and it's just the same thing today like if you are doing the work of god ver people are verbally going to say things to oppose you or and nehemiah or, uh or type things because right now yeah, folks don't absolutely. even have that yeah, yeah folks will type things that they'll never say to your face yeah <laughs> yeah so you have sambalit sambalit and tobiah the ammonite who are just going at nehemiah and nehemiah goes straight to god yeah he goes straight to god in the in the in the uh, spirit of a uh, imprecatory psalm, he said, "Man, let don't do not cover their guilt or right. let their sin be erased." And I think what he's getting at is, man, it's okay to pray for justice, one, right. yep. but two, to pray that um, that God's work wouldn't be thwarted, right? right? That God's work wouldn't be hindered, mm. right? Um, and I see Nehemiah doing that here, bro. Uh, Super good. dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he don't just pray, right? He and starts he off his praise and plans. <laughs> Chapter four, I love it because it's so Man, real. He's like, so yo, real. we're going to pray. And then mm -hmm. he tells his people, all right, get to work, but also don't just carry your, uh, yeah, yeah, your farming tools. Uh, get that sword. Keep that yep. thing on you, right? Pray and get that concealed carry license uh, just yep. in case. People get froggy and want to jump. He's he's like, man, there's important mm. work that we have to get done. And we pray, mm -hmm. right? And in the same way that he planned for the best, he's saying, nah, pray uh, and prepare for the worst. Yeah. So there's like prayer and precaution. Absolutely. Prayer and prudence. Those, we're not just going to say, oh God, we're just going to pray and not be smart and not yeah. be wise. And so in nine... Uh, he talks about, so we pray to our God and stationed a guard because of them day and night. Right? right. And then he says in 13, I love 13. He says, so I stationed people behind the lowest sections of the wall right. at the vulnerable areas. <laughs> right. I was sharp. I was thinking about it. He said, then I stationed them by families mm. with their swords, spears, and bows. So in other words, he's like, yo, he was smart. He says, if I stationed them by families, if somebody, if he come down to it, you ain't you about to mess with my family. brother. Yeah. You ain't finna come mess with my, with my daughter, my, <laughs> right. my son, or my wife. Like, <laughs> right. I'm gonna be sharp. So, right. we're all a family, right? Yeah. But I'm gonna station them by their immediate family. Yeah. And then, uh, I love the part <laughs> that we talked about. He's like, yo, folks in verse 16 and 17, he's like, man, folks was working with one hand, had their weapon in another hand. <laughs> right. 
Yo, he's you know? like, yo, when you go to the bathroom, yeah. Yo, you go to the bathroom, you do take a shower, they had it on them. Keep that thing <laughs> on you. Just just yeah. make sure that make sure that it's uh yeah, that get the concealed carry but just make sure that you wear yeah a tighter shirt so that the imprint right jumps out so that folks know right so i i i know that we're joking and starting to make light of this right so Mm. but it is this concept of man this work that he's trying to do it doesn't go unopposed and Mm. what i love about this book is it is a prayer journal. He's constantly yeah. going to draw you back to, and I prayed, and I prayed, so we prayed. Uh, but it's not just a prayer journal, right? Prayer yeah. is not going to replace wisdom. It's not going to replace precaution. Prayer informs his plan, his prudence, his precaution. Um, yeah, man, and I think that's a great model for us as God calls us to do not the same things but similar things um yeah in rebuilding his communities and seeing it justice and equity and the kingdom of god right thrive in the communities we're a part of yeah let's pray yeah father we thank you that um you protect your people through yes. people god um mm-hmm. we thank you that uh, you want us to be mindful of the vulnerable even as we continue your work for the kingdom. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.